Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on WorldCom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Fuck bitches, get money. A quote that Joseph Kennedy Sr. lived by. Joseph Kennedy Sr., the man who created the Kennedy dynasty that still lingers in this country today. However, how did the Kennedys get their money? How did they rise up into politics and shape America into what it is today? Find out on this week's episode of White Collars red hands man i'm i'm so happy for like a fun uplifting episode which i know this will be because there's never been a bad story involving the kennedys <laughs> honestly this could have been like an eight part suit we could do like a whole a whole season about the kennedys and their scandals this is a very broad overview is there a mini series about this yet i'm if, sure if they're i'm about to say if there, there isn't has to be. they have to make one soon right there it's gotta be there the has bucket. to be um. Yeah, no, this is not going to be as detailed as some of you would probably like it. Yeah, uh, I don't think, me, definitely, I don't think I'd consider myself like a history buff as most people who are history buffs are. Like, I don't have, um, like, World War II, like, plane, like, pictures up anywhere around my house, which I know some people out there do, some people I know specifically. And if I'm not... I'm not calling them out. I'm not. I'm yeah. not naming names, but I I know some people, and and you definitely are not. <laughs> I so. like history, but yeah, not. you watch you watch that Genghis Khan documentary, right? So. I did. I actually can't. If anybody knows of a good Genghis Khan documentary, please send it my way because all the ones I watched were kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, send us send us the Genghis Khan documentary. That's fucking radical dude like that that slaps that's what yeah, that's wants. what i need i need this a boring ass fucking genghis khan documentaries bro it was it was boring Ooh, they had they had horseback warriors so that's why they won most of the war great tell me something interesting <laughs> yeah i don't know i wanted juice i wanted meat and i wanted i just wanted a sloppy genghis khan sandwich <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I didn't get a good documentary. No, 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 no. I think you said exactly what you mean. You wanted a sloppy Genghis Khan sandwich. But we're not talking about Genghis Khan today. We're talking about Joseph Kennedy Sr. And before we get started, we should introduce ourselves. Yeah, uh, I'm Kishan. And I'm Nina. And this week, finding out why Joseph Kennedy Sr. sucks and what he did that was a white collar crime. Some of this is not a white collar crime. I just found it interesting. Oh. So regular crime or just fun facts? I think it's a crime, but okay. I don't know if it actually is considered a crime. I guess we'll find out. All right. So Joseph Kennedy Sr. was born in Boston, Massachusetts in 1888. I also found out they're all born way earlier than I thought they were. Well, Kennedy was president in what, the 60s? So yeah. like, and he was 40s? Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. It was a while ago. <laughs> I just didn't think about it until I was researching this. I'm like, holy shit, these people would be dead now, even if it was under natural circumstances. I was about to say, I think they are dead now. Well, they are, but I'm in under natural circumstances. Kennedy's father, Dad Kennedy, Joseph Kennedy. Oh, this is going to get <laughs> confusing. Gonna get confusing. 
So Joseph Kennedy's father was a politician, which was something that we will see follow the Kennedy family for years to come. Kennedy was known at a young age to always be trying to make money doing various odd jobs. It was said that when he was a kid, he would often greet people by saying, how are we going to make some money? Fucking annoying. Hey, Kennedy, what are you doing over there? I'm giving hand jobs for cash. <laughs> that's a Nancy Reagan move. I'm assuming they did. They all talk like that or that's what I'm. You know what? We'll say it's the it's the 1880s. And, and this Kennedy is still being like, I'm trying to see how many balls I well, can fit in my mouth. That would be very rude because he was Irish. They were Irish Americans. <sighs> okay. Um, what's interesting, so he's Joseph Patrick Kennedy, and his dad was Patrick Joseph Kennedy, and he was going to name him Patrick Joseph Kennedy, and his mom's like, no, 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 sounds too Irish, so she flipped the name. Uh, yeah, no, that's good, it sounds too Irish, let's just, uh, let's just put an arrow, sit there, and, and an, an arrow, arrow going, there, and all right, now it's no, not Irish anymore, yep. Um... Kennedy went to Harvard College and was part of the social club. I just thought this was funny. That's why I added it. He was part of a social club that was called the Hasty Pudding Club. Mm, what does that mean? I don't like that. It was established in the 1770s, and it was said to be one of the oldest social clubs in the country, but it doesn't exist anymore. Thank God. I fucking love pudding, though. I, I You can't. What's your favorite type of pudding? Butterscotch. Ooh, that's a good one. What's yours? Mm, either banana or chocolate. You know what? You know what? Actually, I lied. You know what my favorite is? The hasty kind. Oh. I like it quick. He graduated in 1912, and that is when he dove into business. So, Joseph Kennedy Sr. always had a hard-on for business and making money. He got his first job out of college at a bank as a bank examiner. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just imagine some guy showing up and being like, huh. Yep, that's a bank. Yep, uh, looks, uh, looks looks like, like a bank. Thank you, bank examiner. Ah, you're so good at your job. In 1913, there was a threat to take over Columbia Trust Bank, which was um, a bank that Kennedy's father had a pretty big share in. Kennedy took it upon himself to save the bank and borrowed $45,000, which is $1.3 in today's money, from friends and family and bought back control of the bank. So even back then, the Kennedys knew people who had shit tons of money. Like, I couldn't, I'd be hard-pressed to buy, borrow $45,000 from anyone in today's money, Yeah, I, let I, alone $1.3 I don't think I know anyone who has $45,000 for themselves, let mm -hmm. alone to give to me. Not in our age group, I don't. Oh, no. Uh, maybe one guy I dated, but I don't know for sure. Oh, yeah, Dan Brown, the, the, not, the writer of The Da Vinci Code? Not the writer, not not him, oh, no. Okay. A different guy. Okay. Um. I'll, I'll uh, not say his name to keep him protected. <laughs> we protect the identities. Any any likeness to people, real or fake, is, is completely <laughs> incidental. Um, but if I were to like try to get that much money, borrow that much money, I would have to create a fake GoFundMe. Yeah, and then you'd end up right back here on one of our episodes. Yes, go listen to the fake GoFundMe episode. Part two. Um, this buyback of the bank got him promoted to being the bank's president at 25 years old. Oh, damn. And Kennedy became a super successful businessman and made his wealth from multiple different sectors. He actually, later in life, owned Chicago's Merchandise Mart until the late 80s, which is a fun fact. And one of those sectors is still giving hand jobs. 
I think a lot of people who've gotten hand jobs at the merchandise mart. It's big enough, right? Mm-hmm. You you get enough space, like just like square foot, like footage anywhere. Oh, somebody's got, gotten a hand job. Some handies there. It's a massive Statistics. building. It is large. I've, I've only it's been unsymmetrical in, it, in, it, in passing. This is just a rectangle. I thought it was a rectangle. Yeah, but I went on the architecture tour late as of late. So what happened? Oh my was god! They had to build the road. And they removed two columns, uh, like two things of windows, so it's it's uneven. What a great fun thing! Thank you. <laughs> you can thank uh, Scott, my tour guide. I'm sure he was great. Yeah. So interestingly enough, Joseph Kennedy was actually very successful in the film and movie business. Um, what you know, what kind of films? They were westerns, B movies. Oh, all right. Plan B movies. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't think porn was that. Uh... Yeah, no, they had those porno just, movie it's theaters. Just Western style porn. They had those movie theaters. This vagina is only when big did they enough start the, the porno movie theaters? I don't know, <laughs> but do you think that's just knowledge I have? It's not. I might have to look that up later. I'd hate to be the guy who has to clean up that. Weird. Eleven's eleven. Eleven's eleven. Um, anyway, Kennedy bought. Film Booking Offices of America, or FBO, in 1926 for $1.5 million. The film company mainly produced westerns, like I said. Um, he also bought, and I'm going to butcher this name, he bought Keith Alby Orpheum Theaters Corporation, the KAO, and this company had about 700 vaudeville theaters that started showing movies. Then, Kennedy also wanted to buy Pantages Theater, that was a theater chain. He was denied. So Kennedy stopped distributing films to these theaters. Later, the owner of Pantage's theater, Alexander Pantage, was charged with rape. He was found not guilty. However, his reputation was ruined and he sold the company to Kennedy for $3.5 million. Eunice Pringle, that's her real name. Oh, man. I bet once she pops, she can't stop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the Pringles, right? That is the Pringles slogan. The the brandy love of the 20s. Once you pop, you can't stop. That's the Pringles thing. It's so inappropriate. Bring it up with the Pringles family. I don't know. that? Eunice Pringle. Oh, man. So um, she was the woman who accused Pantage of raping her. Um, She confessed on her deathbed that Kennedy put her up to framing him all along so that he could buy the company. And Pantage always claimed that Kennedy had set him up. So that's probably like the one of the um, well, I guess that's not the first shady thing he did because I'm going to be telling things kind of out of order. Yeah, because it's just easier that way. But. Yeah, that was kind of shady. That's a crime. You, yeah, you no, said you didn't know it was a crime? That's a crime for that sure. Is a, oh, yeah. This wasn't really the one that I was thinking oh. of, actually. Um, cool. So, yeah, Kennedy's shady. And you can see that from the story I just told. But I also wanted to note that he had a, well, he had a lot of affairs. That's why I said, fuck bitches, get money. Um, but one of his longest running affairs was a three-year affair with actress Gloria Swanson. Their relationship ended when she realized that an expensive gift that Kennedy had bought her was charged to her bank account instead of his. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, man, I'm going to try that. Yeah. See if that works. I don't think it will. Probably not. It's estimated that Kennedy made over $85.2 million in today's money from his Hollywood investments. 
It is noted that he was not only paid a salary from him from his movie ventures, but he was also paid in stock investments and options. Um, that will become important later. So there are a lot of rumors that Joseph Kennedy Sr. was a bootlegger. However, it seems that these truly are just rumors and that he wasn't involved with the mob during the prohibition at all. But I do kind of wish it was true because it would make for a really good story. But conspiracy theorists have come up with bootlegger stories because they wanted to tie. I'm sorry. I'm going to start over. Conspiracy theorists came up with bootlegger stories because they wanted to try to tie the mob to JFK's assassination um, later in the 60s. Um, it's also believed that the bootlegging rumors are truly just rumors because when Nixon ran against JFK, he was hired. At, he hired a team to dig up dirt about the Kennedys and this never came up. Um, that's, ex that's exactly something Nixon would have done. Yeah, too. yeah, which like that's problematic in its own right. But if that had been true, I think they would have found that. And trust me, Kennedy's they're still very skeezy. So just because he wasn't a bootlegger doesn't mean he wasn't a piece of shit. No, no, no. He just uh, made someone say that they got raped so that he could buy a company, a, a movie studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a bad guy, just a terrible guy. Yeah. Just sucks. Well, it's also known that um, although Kennedy was bloodthirsty for money, he would, like, stay within the law. Um, mostly. Mostly. Um, he also wanted his children to be involved with politics, and being Irish was a bad enough look on them at the time, so bootlegging probably wasn't ideal. He did make money from selling liquor, however, when Prohibition was lifted. Kennedy was turning up and pouring shots. Wait, how is he selling liquor? Where was he selling liquor at? I'll or, tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Joseph Kennedy's father actually, uh, before he went into politics, did own a liquor business. And so um, it came naturally to him, I guess. Um, in 1933, it became clear that prohibition was going to be overturned. And so Kennedy went to work. He used his connections to get scotch and gin from the UK. It was noted that he did business with Doors and Gordon's gin, both of which are popular today. Um, when, so he made a lot of money from this because once prohibition was lifted, people were going crazy buying alcohol. Oh yeah. And they were going crazy buying alcohol before. before. Just now it was legal again. Yeah. Yeah. And then I need to actually look up prohibition laws because I, when I was reading about this, it was saying something about how, um, the only thing like quote unquote illegal that he did with alcohol was like he drank in college. But it was like seen as not a non-issue because his father gave him the alcohol, so he wasn't buying it, which in turn didn't make it illegal. Oh yeah, I don't so know. So there I, was I, like some weird loophole with that, but like you could drink. It was like if you didn't buy it, it was okay. I think there were some like there definitely were some allowances, right? Because I'm pretty sure you could still like get wine for church. Mm -hmm. You know, and like for religious ceremonies. So maybe there was something about that. Like, like if you made it, you could, you can mm -hmm. consume it in your own home for your own purposes, as long as you didn't buy or sell it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I'm not very privy on, um, prohibition laws. Me either. <laughs> so when Kennedy sold his liquor franchise, he made $8.2 million, which is over a hundred million dollars today. 
But what is funny is that Kennedy himself didn't really drink that much. He wasn't a drinker. Don't get high on your own supply. That's right. And he actually offered his sons $1,000 each if they didn't drink before they were 21. But uh, fuck the daughters. He just offered the sons. Daughters can drink. He did have nine children. I do want to note that as well. Well, Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Aren't they famous for that? Irish Catholics? They have a lot yeah, of Yeah, Irish and Catholics. Yeah, because they can't use... Uh, Condoms. Yeah. Contraception. Like, and some people don't even believe in, like, natural family planning. What's natural family... What? Oh. Was that, like, the, pull, the pull-out method? Yeah, what? this is, like, a Christian thing, yeah. Wait, that's seriously, like... Yeah. Oh, I, I thought okay. it was, like everybody did it, but when you looked at me like that, I was like, "Oh, you must that must be a Christian thing." Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I think that's just basically like not having sex when you're ovulating, and then also pulling out. Uh, is anal on that checklist, or do they just kind of they that skip would over be that? sodomy? So no, <sighs> Christians are no fun. Well, I'm not gonna say anything for that. <laughs> So now we are going to rewind a little into the more the other sketchy stuff that Joseph Kennedy Sr. did with stocks. So Kennedy got into stocks in 1919 when he joined the Hayden Stone and Company brokerage firm. It's a good year. Yes. That's when women could vote. Hell yeah. <laughs> women's suffrage. I don't know if Kennedy would have been for women's suffrage. Probably not. He Based wouldn't on even some let, other. He wouldn't even give his daughters $1,000. I yeah, and then you're gonna find out other shitty things he did to his daughters. So I don't like I don't not like the sexual. Fore- okay, thank you. Yeah, I was no. like, I don't like the foreshadowing. Sorry, you're giving me with that. sorry. I could see how you would think that oh, that was Jesus. mean diddling. No one got. Well, I'm sure somebody got diddled, but not from what I found. Yeah, it's just these guys in the alley <laughs> at the merchandise mart. <laughs> um, so it was known that Kennedy did a lot of things while he was part of that brokerage firm that are now considered illegal in order to gain a fortune in the stock market. One of these things that he did was he would use wash sales, which is marketing sales and per- oh, sorry, which is marking sales and purchases from fake accounts to make it look like genuine activity in order to lure investors. He saved his friend John Hertz's company, Yellow Cab, by doing this. The Yellow Cab Company? Yep. Like the famous cab company? Yep. Oh, damn. Yep. That cab company, it almost went under, and Joseph Kennedy actually did save it, but illegally. Is this the same Hertz that is like the car rental place? You know what? I meant to look that up, and I forgot. That seems like, you know, I mean, it right? seems like it would That'd be sense. a big coincidence, if not. Yeah. I meant to look that up, and then I forgot to. Well, you guys, let us know. Kennedy also loved to do short selling, which... As a reminder, is when you borrow a security, sell it on the open market, and then buy it back later for less money and pocket the difference. That's legal so far. Is that legal? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, short selling was... is completely legal. Oh, I thought that that was illegal. No, it's just a tactic. Oh. But, but it's legal. Well, it's sketchy. Can be. Yeah. During this time, holding companies also became popular, which again, if you haven't listened to our past episodes, is when a company controls the interest of, sorry, is when a company controls interest in the securities of other companies. Another really popular scam during this time was called the radio pool, in which people would drive up the stock of RCA, take their gains, and then leave the prices plummeting. Mm, Um, Like AMC. Like Kind of. Yes. Kennedy was guilty in participating in all these things. Maybe not the radio scam, but he definitely did all the other things. 
1929, Kennedy caught wind that the stock market was going to crash, and he sold all of his stock and put his money in government securities. Kennedy claims that he survived the stock market crash because, quote, because he possessed a passion for facts and a complete lack of sentiment and a marvelous sense of timing. Okay, suck your dick some more, dude. What the hell? Oh, he is so cocky and pretentious. Yeah, what like a dick thing to say. It's like, well, here's the thing is I just kind of like do things a lot better. Yeah. That's why all these other people are poor and I am not now. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, As we all know, when the Great Depression happened, millions of people lost their livelihoods, lost all the money that they had. Um, That's why it was called the Great Depression. But when the stock market crashed in 1929, Kennedy was worth $4 million, which is $68.2 million today. And by 1935, he was worth $180 million, which is $3.84 billion today. Oh, my God. He's like Jeff Bezos during the freaking pandemic. Like, they go in already rich, and everyone else, like, can't do shit for two years. In this case, a whole fucking decade. And then at the end of it, they come out richer by a lot is bullshit. Yeah, no, that's exactly what he did. Bullshit. They still don't have to pay taxes? Crazy. Yeah, and they still, like, control a lot today. Their fingers are in a lot of... There's another Kennedy fucking running for president. I know. And he's crazy. I have somebody I know who is backing him like full force. (sighs) Well... Kennedy couldn't just stop at being a wealthy businessman who retires early and lives on the beach for the rest of his life. No, 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 no. He also had to become involved with politics. Kennedy first really got involved with politics when FDR ran for presidency in 1932. Kennedy backed FDR and donated a lot to his campaign. FDR and Kennedy actually knew each other from World War I when they were stationed together. Oh, man, this is before he ate ate his wife's ass and got put in that wheelchair. That sucks. Yeah, man, before he contracted polio from Eleanor. sucks. God. (laughs) (laughs) I just always think about the people who, like, don't know us, who don't know that inside joke. Yeah, or, like, got, yeah, they just came to this episode for the first time, and they're like, what the fuck are these They're like, I think this is fake news. I think this is... No, it's real. It's serious. It's 100% serious and true. If you're joining us for the first time, Franklin Delano Roosevelt contracted polio from eating Eleanor Roosevelt's ass. Absolutely. Um, it's it's proven. It's proven fact. D- uh, don't look it up because we told you and you yeah. don't need anyone yeah. else. You don't, need, you don't need anyone else to verify it. We told you. In 1934, Congress established the Securities and Exchange Commission, what we lovingly know now as the SEC. Kennedy was appointed chairman of the SEC because of his great knowledge of stocks. <laughs> Hey, you know what a stock is? Uh, yeah. yeah. You're the chairman of the SEC. They're like, hey, you did a bunch of stuff that made the stock market crash. We need to stop that. You're in charge. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way this can go wrong. The SEC was founded for four reasons. One, to restore confidence in the market. Two, to get rid of false information. Three, End million-dollar maneuvers in major corporations getting rid of insider information and to set up a, a registration for all securities sold in America with rules and guidelines that all companies had to follow. I'm glad million-dollar maneuvers by corporations have ended. That's super nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
all the greed, scams, and dishonesty that made Joseph Kennedy rich was now the very thing that he was stopping. He didn't face any consequences for his crimes. Instead, he got rich, was part of the downfall that screwed the country for 10 years, and then prevented others from doing the same. No, but you don't You don't get a 90. He's just better at it than everybody else. That's right. Okay. He's not sentimental. Yeah, that's, yeah. He has that's zero why he, sentiment. Um, unfortunately, this is not where Joseph Kennedy's political career dies. In 1938 until 1940, FDR appoints him to be the ambassador to the UK. Kennedy had hoped that he would this would launch him into running for presidency in 1940, but not so much. Kennedy kind of shoots himself in the foot, though, while he's in the UK. One thing that he did, so as you know, 1938, America has not joined World War II yet, but World War II things are happening across Europe. Yeah, Nazis. Nazis. Mm -hmm. The Nazis are happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Bombings have already started in the UK. Um, You know, there's a lot of tension. Honestly, this is not the time to be the ambassador to the UK. It's fair. Also, you got to deal with Winston Churchill, and he's all fucking drunk and shit all the time. Yeah. One thing that really turned people off to Kennedy was that while he was the ambassador to the UK, his family left for the countryside um, during the London bombings. Winston Churchill went on record saying that he disapproved of this move, but honestly, I'd probably leave too, but I'm not the ambassador. I was about to say, I was like, oh no, yeah, I'll I'll keep my family where the bombings are. Yeah, I think that like even... I don't know. They were just seeing it as like he was a deserter that like, I don't know. Also, there was he's an ambassador. He's not even like he's not even of the country. I'd I'd be like, I'm going to go back to America and you can send me letters. How's that? Honestly, I'll call you. Yeah, people didn't like it, but I don't know if I would have done anything differently, to be honest with you. Kennedy also tried to have multiple meetings with Adolf Hitler in order to bring a better understanding between the United States and Germany. He did this without any approval. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can, mm, I don't think you can do that. I no. guess technically we hadn't declared war on them yet, but we obviously were like more aligned with the allies, right? Like Absolutely. That's, like I don't think we were selling uh we weren't selling any goods to the germans right and with the, no. did we have the iron curtain up yet like the the blockade i'm not sure uh, uh, like to keep u-boats at? i don't remember i don't know like i said i don't have the i don't have the world war ii planes up yeah i, I don't know enough yeah. i don't know i don't know but it, i think that as a country we were very anti-hitler and him wanting to meet with hitler without the approval of fdr is an issue you don't understand if the uh, once I get my hands on that small German boy, he'll come to our side. And uh, sorry, he he should have put the emphasis on come. He he'll come to our side. Well, hey, he's no oh, shit. I forget Hitler's mistress's name. Aiden, Ada, Eva something. Eva Braun. Yeah, he's no Eva Braun. Also. <laughs> He also supported not giving aid to Britain during the war. Which so, is a really fucking stupid move so he, because he was the ambassador. So he wants to mend the relationship with Germany, but he doesn't want to give any aid to to Great Britain. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. Interesting takes, Joseph Kennedy Sr. You're literally living there. I don't know. I didn't, whatever. Also, while Kennedy was serving as ambassador to the UK, he made a lot of anti-Semitic comments, which is literally insane considering that Jewish people were being murdered. But I digress. I mean, so was the Vatican. I guess that's true. Um, these comments led to him being recalled from his diplomatic duties and he was sent back to the United States. Once Roosevelt was elected, he resigned as ambassador. It was also said that Kennedy and Joseph McCartney were very good friends. Of course they would be. Yeah. yeah. And then I think Joseph McCartney dated one of his daughters or something like that. That actually kind of explains it because because if he was really anti-communist, people who were like violently anti-communist were usually on the, like they were pro-fascist, which is the other side, which is why they liked the Nazis is because they were like, mm. look, fascism works. Yeah, and I mean, him obviously being super racist towards Jewish people would fuel that fire as well. Yeah, absolutely. So he sucks. Although it seemed that jo as if Joseph Kennedy didn't really pay for any of the bad things he did, we do know of the Kennedy curse. Oh, what's that? Um, <laughs> like how the FBI killed his son? Wild. Or the CIA, whatever you want to. All of them. All of them killed And him. the Greys. The Greys did it too. <laughs> yeah. As we know, the Kennedy sons were also heavily involved with politics. His son, John F. Kennedy, who became president, was assassinated in 1963. His son, Joseph Kennedy, Kennedy Jr. was killed in 1944 in active duty. And actually, Joseph Kennedy Jr. was actually the one who was like being groomed to be president. Um, but once he was killed in World War II, they kind of started focusing on JFK. Yeah. I mean, they probably looked into if you couldn't like elect a dead guy, but I think there's something in the Constitution about it. You can't do that. Well, yeah. And you've got to be 35. And uh, I don't think he was thirty five yeah, you know, when he died. That's what it is, actually. Yeah. You think we can elect? You think we can elect like a like a ghost to the Oval Office? Honestly, sometimes <laughs> I think it might be better. I mean, sometimes Joe Biden looks kind of like a ghost. <laughs> he's he, well, he's just so close that sometimes you get it confused. <laughs> I saw the most ridiculous meme of him the other day, where like I swear to God, somebody like made this, but like it looked like there was like a, like a. You know when you have like a seam of your pants that gets stuck in your leg that there was like a dent right here and they were like no. saying that it was like it's a ball gag. Oh, I I thought you were saying someone was wearing a Joe Biden suit and they're like Joe Biden's not real. No. I, yeah, okay. And it was like and then he was wearing a ball gag. That's funny. It no. was kind of funny but he I would die. It. He looks very he's fragile. Like <laughs> very fragile, yeah. I don't think he's having sex. Oh, no, his dick does not work. I don't think so. Sorry, no. Joe. Um, his son, Robert Kennedy, was also assassinated oh, in Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and then his daughter, Kathleen Kennedy, was killed in 1948 in an aviation accident. So Joseph Kennedy Sr. outlived four of his nine children. It's, uh, you know, not only, good less than half of them died before him. So, you know. You could argue it. And let us not forget one of the worst things that Joseph Kennedy Sr. ever did. Orchestrate the lobotomy of his daughter, Rosemary Kennedy. Oh, no, I have heard about this. I was When you told me earlier, you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, you do know what I'm talking about. I watched a documentary on the, or no, I listened to a podcast series on the history of lobotomies. 
and this was part of it. It's just, it was a while ago. That's why I forgot. Horrible. When Rosemary Kennedy was 23 years old, her father ordered for a lobotomy to be performed on her to help her with her mood swings and outbursts. Yeah, she had that uh, disease that back in the day they called being a woman. Yeah. And they were just like, I, they did do this a lot where they were like, that's just like the same thing that they used to give women orgasms. Yeah, hysteria. Yeah, because they were just like, you're freaking out. Let's give you a lobotomy or make you come. I don't know which one. We'll try one before the other. I haven't decided the order. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give you an orgasm while we cut into your brain. Well, you know. Mind blowing. That's a mind blowing orgasm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's evil. You're going, you're going to hell. <laughs> I apologize to all my <laughs> all the lobotomized people who all my lobotomized sisters. I'm so sorry. It's like a crazy amount of like this of the um like way more women were lobotomized than men. Oh, it was yeah. like eighty yeah. something percent of lobotomies were performed on women. They literally were like, "You have woman disease, so let's take out part of your brain." Horrible, yeah, horrible. It's awful. It was said that Rosemary did have some mental disabilities, but now those records are kind of questioned. Um, I was reading something today, though, that said that when she was born, this is so fucked up. So when she was born, um, her mom, Rose, went into labor and the doctor like couldn't get there right away. And there was a nurse there who could have delivered her, but the nurse wanted to wait for the doctor and like shoved rosemary back into the birth canal and like held her there for two hours before the doctor came well, that can't be the right move no and it was said that like rosemary i do think some of this isn't true to just kind of like make it not seem as bad that they gave her a lobotomy yeah but it did say that like she didn't advance past fifth grade I don't know how true that is, but like all of her major milestones were off, like her walking, her talking, things like that. And it was because she was held in the birth canal for too long. You're not supposed to do that. My gr my grandpa actually, um, one of his brothers died because of that. What? Mm. I don't understand why they aren't just like, get it out. It was really crazy. So my grandpa was the youngest of eight kids. And when his mom was pregnant with the ninth kid, she decided to go to the hospital for the first time. She had all Ugh. eight of her other kids at home. This was the 30s and 40s. Ugh. And so she went to the hospital, and the doctor wasn't there, and they made her hold the baby in. Oh, they were just dumb. This was dumb medicine time. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And they made her hold the baby in, and then my grandpa's brother was stillborn. Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, like, if what she had given birth at home, he'd probably... I don't know if he'd be alive today, but he would have been alive. What an uplifting and fun adding anecdote. I'm glad I know that about you. Let's move on. Sorry. <laughs> Sad stories with Nina. Oh, my God. Sad stories about Nina's Woof. family. Um, so it was thought that Kennedy wanted to give his daughter the lobotomy because there was concern that her behavior would embarrass him and potentially ruin his family's run, his family's runs in political offices. But this is really sad because like, she lived with him when he was the ambassador to the UK and like she thrived in the UK and he like even said, he's like, this is the happiest I've ever seen her. This is the best that I've ever seen her. And then they come back to the States and then he gets her a lobotomy. Yeah. It's really horrible. Should have not had those mood swings. I guess not. <sighs> and if you know anything about the story, the lobotomy did not go well. Um, I also found out 
that while she was getting the lobotomy, they she was awake the entire time. Oh, yeah. They don't fucking put you asleep for lobotomies. I didn't know that until today. No, they don't even, they don't like numb you, I don't think. I, they literally just, they jam an ice pick into your eye and they call it done. Yeah, well, like, and they were telling her to sing songs. They knew that, like, it got fucked up because they were um, telling her to sing songs. They'd be like, okay, sing God Bless America. Sing, because that was one of the ones they listed, and I forget what the other one was. But there was a point where she stopped singing, and then they were like, oh, no. Oops, we jiggled it too much, because that's what you got to do. You got to, like, tap it in, like, wiggle it a little bit. And and because it's such an imprecise medical procedure, uh, yeah, the... The outcomes ranged from like working, kind of, and like people were more to to people just being completely docile and losing their personality completely to just like you uh, making a vegetable. Well, unfortunately, the latter happened, and Rosemary Kennedy did become a vegetable. Basically, um, after the surgery, she had the mental capacity of a two-year-old and was barely able to function. She went to multi, she went to two different institutions, but the one where she spent the most time um, was at the Saint Clara, I'm sorry, the Saint Coletta School for Exceptional Children, where she was there for fifty something years. But she spent sixty four years of her life in institutions. Um, Exceptional children. This is like an adult woman. I think that like this is an adult woman also exceptional. Well, exceptional at sitting. Yeah, I guess. Sure, she was great at it. Yeah. Um, the most horrible thing was her mother did not know that this surgery was happen- happening until after it was performed. And it was also noted that during all of this, that Joseph Kennedy Sr. never visited his daughter in the institution. Mm. You piece of fucking shit. Yeah. Like, you're, like fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Mm. Makes me so mad. And when her mom was like, hey, where is she? He's like, oh, you wouldn't be very, like... He wouldn't be okay with her condition. And so, like, he encouraged her to not go see her daughter. And the mom, like, had wondered where she was, like, wanted to know how she was doing. Yeah. And she didn't visit her until after. I think it was after he died. And then his children were also, all the other children were also not told about the lobotomy and they all had no idea where their sister was and they had no idea like what had happened. Like their sister just disappeared and they just had to like hope that she was okay when she was really just like rotting in an institution. Well, you know, he probably didn't want to go visit her because she didn't drink and he didn't want to face that awkward conversation of her asking for that thousand dollars, even though he never promised right. it to her. Right. It's like, you owe me now. It was awful. So basically in 1961, I'm going to get to it in a minute, but when he did, t- his and one of his other children found out about the lobotomy was after he had had a stroke. And so then that news ended up coming out. And then after 20 years after her lobotomy took place was when her family went to go visit her. Mm. Um, I will say that her lobotomy did actually lead to a lot of legislature that um, was put into place by JFK and also some of his siblings um, for people with disabilities. And it was because of her. So it's hard to say that if this didn't happen to her, um, would we have those laws that we ha- I mean, I think eventually we would have had those laws, but those laws probably wouldn't have been put into place when they were. 
Um, however, I don't think that she should have been the sacrificial lamb in order for those things to happen. I mean, I am still pretty sure that lobotomies are legal, just not practiced. Yeah. So it's not like they made the lobotomy illegal, but. No, but they did, um, like JFK passed a lot of rights, like rights acts. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. And I think his brother, one of his other brothers passed something and then one of their sisters, um, actually like was a big founder in the special Olympics. Ah. Yeah. So like, I mean, I guess you can, I mean, it's not wrong to say that quote unquote good things came out of this. However, like you, I don't think that her life should have been destroyed and also in order for these things to happen and for her life to be destroyed for absolutely no reason other than for her father's selfish purposes, which I personally think this is the worst thing that he ever did. Because clearly he never cared about his own child. Um, although those actions were sick and he didn't actually get in trouble for them, Joseph Kennedy Sr. did suffer towards the end of his life, which does kind of make up for the horrible things that he did. In 1961, he suffered a stroke, like I said earlier, that left him unable to speak, but he stayed mentally alert. The stroke also caused him to have a lot of weakness and eventually he had to use a wheelchair. He himself was hospitalized at the Institutes for the Achievement of Human Potential, which is a rehab center for people who have suffered brain injuries. What are with these long-ass fucking names? I know. He died in 1969 at his home in Highness Point. I think that's how you would say that. Oh, wait. Highness Port. Highness? I don't know. Hyannis? Your Highness? My Highness? I don't know how it's pronounced. But fuck this guy. I hate him. I can tell. Like, uh, he's awful. He really suffered absolutely no consequences, and I hope he's suffering in the grave. I mean, he's dead, but yeah. Well, I know. I hope he's suffering in the grave. I know you don't believe in an afterlife, but I believe in something, and I hope he's not having a good time. Yeah. I mean, if you believe in the afterlife that you maybe believe in, it's kind of black or white, huh? So you'll be there. See you there. I'll be there, too. We'll have a party. I'll piss on him, but he'd probably like that. Yeah, well, he'll be, he'll be on fire, so. Yeah. Fuck this guy. <sighs> Many people would look at Joseph Kennedy Sr. as the epitome of the American dream. Someone who had come from humble beginnings, who makes a fortune, and whose influence is still felt in the nation today. Although Kennedy had great achievements, it is clear that he didn't care about who he took down in the process and who he screwed over. Kennedy was not afraid of dealing with people however it pleased him, including ruining his own daughter's life for political and financial gain. And that's our episode. I hate him. Joseph Kennedy Sr. This motherfucker. He should have went to jail for like nine different things and probably more things that I don't even know about. Yeah. Well, I guess to be fair for all the stock things, you can't put him in jail for it because the SEC wasn't around then. No. And so like, it wasn't illegal yet. No, but it is, is just like crazy that he was an intricate part in the stock market crash and yep. like manipulating all those things. And then he is the one yep. who created laws against exactly what he did. And I guess just, you know, I, I think the thing I would say to remember is, is yeah, it sucks that um, he got his daughter to have a lobotomy. Um, but the reason that we know and we're talking about this one is because uh, he was so famous for other things. Oh, that, yeah. That that's this, not the, that this yeah. isn't just the story of 
you know, Rosemary Kennedy and Joseph Kennedy Sr. This is the story of um, tens of thousands of people. And as you said, especially women across history. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, yeah, he's a bad guy, but it's good to place it in context and say, maybe we were all just, it was a, we were pretty bad. You know? Oh, it was a bad it, time for sure. And he it's was good a, to see where there know. has been change. Yeah. Absolutely. He was 100% a product of his time. Absolutely. So um, it's just, you know, people were, uh, more, fu we're still fucked up. Like, don't get me wrong. We're still fucked up. Um, it's just sometimes you look back and you're like, wow, there's some things that were slightly less fucked up on. And I guess that's one. There's a few. Yeah. yeah. And I will say like all of his, I'll just say he was influential in the way that a lot of his really shitty actions brought about change for the better, but fuck him. Yeah. I guess he's the, he's the kid who pees in the pool so that they finally change the water. Uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not the only one, but... I mean, he's one of the richest people to ever come out of this country. Yeah. And his legacy and dynasty still lives on today. I mean. Robert Kennedy Jr. Robert Kennedy right Jr. Now. Right now. But then you also look at, like, I mean, the Shrivers came out of this family. Um, one of his daughters married Shriver, and that's, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife or oh, ex-wife. Mm -hmm. And, like, her kids have, you know influence and so wait are you telling me that that politics in america is just like is just a thinly veiled like oligarchy like meritocracy what yeah no way no that's crazy way. well if that didn't depress you enough <laughs> you want more you could follow us on our social medias we're on facebook.com slash white collars red hands we're on twitter at white collars pod we're on instagram at white collars underscore red hands we're on youtube at white collars red hands we're on tiktok at white collars red hands um Give us a follow on there. Give us some likes, some comments. It's a really great free way to support us. Another free way to support us is word of mouth, telling your friends. Um, that's usually how people listen to new podcasts is by telling other people. Uh, excuse me. Um, the other free way that you can support us is by giving us a rating on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We love a five-star five review. But an honest review will work as well. And then if you want an unfree way to support us, we have merch at TeePublic. You can go over to our website, whitecollarsredhands.com, and click on the merch tab and buy whatever you want, whatever your little heart desires. And then um, another way to support us is by um, submitting ideas for episodes. We try to do a fan-submitted episode every season. Um, you can, If you find out about a white-collar crime or know of something and you're like oh my god it would be so cool if nine and kashan covered this send it our way you can either dm us on one of our social medias or you could email us at whitecollarsredhands gmail.com you can also get feedback that way too so like oh, yeah. if you just say oh i like the show here's something maybe you should think about like i think this would be really cool and awesome uh go ahead and reach out out to us too we actually got a comment on our, our youtube about like uh, it would be cool if you added some some pictures to like the videos and things as you're talking about stuff. And, and I did the last video. So that, uh, once again, if you want to see 
It's a, a way bit, to help us, for a sure. Little, a little bit better of an experience and, and watch the video podcast. That's also available uh, on Spotify or on YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's a little extra flavor to it. You're, you're, if you're not doing that, you get more than enough just from the audio. Uh, but you know, a little extra. But you can't see our pretty faces on audio. Yeah, and you can't see uh, the... The, the pictures of, of uh, WWE stars that I put in to the last one. Did we talk about WWE stars in the last oh, one? Oh, we did. I definitely, the John Cena theme music's in there. Oh, so. yeah, that's right. We did talk about John Cena. I had to look that up. That was He's me so putting hot. in dun, 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 dun. It's in there. Just enough to not get copyright claimed. Fuck yeah. Just enough. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on another episode of White Collars, Red, Red Hands. Hands.